the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonair with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey everybody, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I'm your host, Dwan Twyford, America's most sought after real estate investor. I am so excited to bring you another business by the book. So today, I have, uh, as most of you know, I have four grandchildren now. Uh, we have <clears throat> Aria, Adeline, six and five, and we have Benjamin and Winston. Benjamin is two, and Winston is, uh, by the time this airs, like three months or so. Now, because of COVID, we were not able to do a baby dedication with Benjamin. So when you hear this podcast next Sunday, we will be doing a baby dedication for Benjamin and Winston. So I wanted to take just a second and talk about that because I know a lot of um, uh, religions, like Catholics, for example, they do baby baptism. Now, I am certainly not here to interpret what I think the Bible says or doesn't say about that. But there is actually <coughs> no place in the Bible where it says to baptize children. It does talk about dedicating your child to the Lord, but not baptizing them. So, <coughs> I don't want to make, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> I don't know why I just got a horse like all of a sudden right here. I've been talking about the storm all day, and the camera rolls when I got oars. So, I do not want to offend all of the various religions. I'm just going to read to you um, some things that I have read about baby dedications. Now, I have attended many. I don't think I've ever actually been to a baby baptism. But... <clears throat> The Bible does say, um, there are, and I'm going to go through this. This has uh, 13 really good baby dedication verses. So I'm going to go through. We're going to talk about the difference. So the Bible, like even Jesus was actually baptized. And baptism, according to the Bible, is for people that once they accept Jesus, they get baptized. We've dipped back in the water. And they get baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So baptism is by choice because you have accepted Jesus as your Savior. So you, as a young child or an adult, have made the decision on your own to get baptized, uh, to get saved, and then to get baptized. Now, I was 12. I got saved, and then a few weeks later, I got baptized. I was 12 years old. And at 12 years old, I fully understood what I was doing, there's a thing in the Bible that talks about <clears throat> the age of acknowledgement. And people are like, well, what about babies? What if a baby dies? Do they go to heaven? Well, the, the age of acknowledgement, it's in the Bible several times, 
about heaven, going to heaven versus going to hell. So if you're a full-grown adult and you've just rejected Jesus all your life and you die, you're going to hell. If you're a young child or a baby, um, the age of acknowledgement, basically what I understand it to mean is that at some point, you have to be old enough to acknowledge, yes, I want to follow Jesus or no, I don't. Now, my little grandkids, the five and six-year-old, they pray, they talk about Jesus, they understand, they know the songs, and they'll tell you all about Jesus and he died and he rose. like they know. So they are of the age of acknowledgement. But other kids maybe have never even heard the word or know anything about it until they're a little older. So there's no set age in which you have to become baptized. But Jesus was 30 when he got baptized by John the Baptist. So uh, anyway, so I want to just read some verses here and talk about dedicating babies. I feel like when Ayla was born, I did not have her dedicated. I didn't know about those things like that. Okay, hang on. I'm going to shut this right here. It is so windy outside. Hang on one second. Oh, all right. Closing my patio door right there. It is October and the temperature is taking a major drop and I'm wearing shorts. So I was just like, oh, I'm chilly. Um, so I did not have Ayla uh, dedicated. Uh, I didn't really know about it. I hadn't really heard about it. But when she was maybe 10, she got saved on her own. So, and then she was baptized. She actually wasn't baptized until we moved up here. She and Bill got baptized together. So she would have been 13. So Bill would have been 43, I think, when we got married. And they got baptized on the same day. So that was really cool. So these are some Bible verses that are compiled by the Bible study tools for verses that are good for baby dedication. So if you have kids, if you have grandkids, if you're pregnant, nieces, nephews, whatever, and you're a believer, and especially for your children, uh, you're a believer, then we are supposed to dedicate our children. Here's what it means. A baby dedication is a wonderful moment in which parents make a public statement of faith to raise their child under God's grace and wisdom. Dedicating your child to God shows that you recognize your child as a gift from God and that you are dedicating yourself to being a godly example to your child. Baby dedication does not secure salvation. So the babies don't get saved because they can't even talk yet, okay? So rather, it's a symbolic moment of entrusting the child's life to God's will. So it's something that the parents do. The parents are like, hey, I'm a Christian. I have a baby or a grandbaby or child and I want to dedicate this child and so we're going to a church to a public service and we're going to dedicate the baby and then it is dedicating the child um, to dedicate yourself to being a good example and that you're dedicating the child it's a gift from God and you're going to raise it up in a godly manner so these are some Bible verses I went through these and they're really good really good in fact if I get a chance <clears throat> to speak at the baby dedication I'm going to read a couple of these Bible um, so these are Bible verses to help celebrate the joyous moments of birth and parenting. The scriptures can also be used for reading at a baby dedication ceremony to speak God's truth and promises over the life of this precious child. So I did not know about this stuff when Ayla was little. I mean, I was going to church and I had rededicated my own life. But I did not know about 
child dedications, or I would have done it when she was a baby. But like I said, she got saved on her own. Uh, I don't think uh, Billy and Chris, they were not dedicated either. Because, you know, I, I think maybe they might have been baptized because they were Lutheran St. Missouri or something like that. They may have been baptized, but baptizing a child does not make your child saved. So, you know, know that. So this is Isaiah 44, 24. This is a great verse. It says, this is what the Lord says, your Redeemer who formed you in the womb. I am the Lord, the maker of all things, who stretches out the heavens, who spreads, who spreads out the earth by myself. So that's a nice one because God is saying, the Bible says that God knew us before. We were formed in the womb by him and he knew us. Um, here is Jeremiah 1.5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. See, I didn't know what verse that was. <laughs> Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So this is what I was saying. So God says, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. Like they knew. God knew. He knows. He knows all of us. He wants everyone to get saved. But not everybody will because we have free will and we have free choice. Uh, here's another one. This is a great one. This is a great verse for just everybody in the world right now, especially with everybody going through COVID. This is Jeremiah 29, 11. For then I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So those are the plans that God has for us, for us as babies and ideally throughout our life. We'll, we'll let God guide us, you know. Luke 2, 22. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. So they did not baptize him. They dedicated him. There's a big difference. Baptizing a child, people go, oh, you're baptized. You're going to go to heaven no matter what. Not true. Once you get to the age of acknowledgement and you say, hey, I, I choose not to acknowledge, then there's your thing. But dedicating says that you as a parent or an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, whatever your position is, you, I mean, the parents do it. And then the family is like, we will help dedicate and raise this child up in the word of God. It's so cute to hear my little grandbabies pray. They like, God bless the name of every person that they know. Dogs, cats, everything. It's so adorable. Um, Matthew 18, 10. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. This is a, this, these are all so good. Uh, Proverbs 22, 6. Stir our children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. So this whole verse, if you read all the Proverbs, says that if you raise your children in the word, and even though they may go to college and they may turn their back on the church for a while, it says that if you raise them up in the words of the Lord, that when they are old, they will not depart from it. So they may fall off the wagon like I did for my entire 20s, and but I came back. And the, the, God promises us that if we raise our children in the Lord, 
when they're older, they will still believe and have their faith. Now, um, one of my kids went off to college and then decided one of her classes she was required to take was Religions of the World. So she is currently uh, a part of a world. Just whatever. All the religions, they all sound good. One's not better than the other. Just like, girl. But then I hold fast to this verse knowing, so basically, you know, a lot of these kids go to college and when they come out, they're not believers anymore. Like a lot, 80, 80 or 85% of kids that, that are believers that go to the regular college, they come out and they're not believing in God anymore. So I have one like that currently. And so I just pray all the time, this actual verse and say, hey, Lord, I'm holding fast to the thing that you said, that if I raise them right, when they're old, they will not depart. So she may not be with us this moment, but she's not gone forever. So that that's the only thing that gives me peace. Otherwise, I'm going to wring her neck. <laughs> ah, Psalm 8-2. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. We are supposed to praise and edify and raise up our children. And I see so many parents, I hear parents saying such mean things to their kids, you'll never amount to anything, and just all kinds of terrible things. It's like, gosh darn man, just go into the Bible and, and read about raising kids, okay? Um, okay, this is a good one too. Samuel, well, they're all good. I keep saying that, but they're all good. Samuel 1, 11. And she made a vow saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. And no razor shall ever be used on his head. I'm sorry to make my voice crack. Um, it has a personal meaning to me. So this was a person that said, Lord, if you'll just look down on me and just give me a son, I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. And back in those days, they didn't, uh, the men didn't shave. And no raids will ever be used on his head. So this is a person making a promise that, God, if you will give me a son, I will give him to you and raise him all the days of his life and, and dedicate him to you. And he did. Uh, John, uh, 3 John 1, 4. I'm sorry. <clears throat> John 1, 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Now, we are God's children. So whether we are babies or we're 10 or we're 20 or we're 50 or 100, we're still the children of God. And God does want us to walk in the truth. This is really nice, too. Psalm 13, uh, 139, Psalm 139, 139, 13 and 14. For you created my inmost thing you knit, knit me together in my mother's womb i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful and i know that full well so you'll hear a lot of people that will say i am fearfully and wonderfully made and this is it psalm 139 13 and 14. for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So there are many more, and you can just uh, Google it. I looked up some in the Bible, and then I wanted to get them all together in one section. So I just Googled baby dedication Bible verses, and 
there's just a lot of really great verses in the Bible about dedicating our children. So if you are a Christian and you didn't know about baby dedications, then I, I don't think it's too late. I mean, I even feel like if you have a little kid that's two or three or four, you can dedicate them. Um, but, you know, by the time they're talking, four, five, six, you should be teaching them all about Jesus and all the little Jesus, all the little children, and all the little songs. So they start learning it for themselves. But I don't think it's ever too late to dedicate a child. And if you have never known about it, like I did not know about it, so I did not dedicate Ayla. I raised her in the word and she became saved on her own. So I was very excited about that. But I did not know that either. So a lot of us just don't know something until it's been brought to our attention. And now that you know, you know. Once you know, you know. So now, if you're like, hey, I'm pregnant, I'm a Christian, but I don't know about that baby dedication. I don't know. I mean, I'm a baby baptized. How about we dedicate that baby to the Lord? All right. Okay, so check in. Uh, if it's your first time, it's wonderful. Every other Sunday, we do business by the book, and we talk about things in the Bible. And the rest of the, the times on Tuesdays, I teach about real estate investing. On Thursdays, I interview all kinds of amazing people to help you become the best, most successful person that you can be. So, uh, excuse me, if you're new to Dwonderful, go to dwonderful.com, dwonderful.com. I got that, that's all I said. This is, I'm drinking my stuff. I had an avocado with everything with the bagel on it. If you've ever had that on your avocados, it is so amazing. Makes it taste like a bagel. Apparently, it gives me makeups. <laughs> ah, that's okay. We don't edit around here. This is just how it is. Real life. Uh, so, dwonderful.com. I have some free ebooks for you and get you started on the path to successful real estate investing. And remember that the truth is in the red letters. And we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.